guys, welcome to My Guy Reviews. Today, I have a special guest with me. It's My oh, who's Guy that? Monkey. Oh, it's me. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Thanks for yeah. coming back again for my show. Oh, thank um, you very much. I know. The, <laughs> Great to be here. For some, um, I'm glad, right? It doesn't matter what, you, what, what show it is. You always like try and guest on each one of them. <laughs> I am a guest. Uh, you are, yeah. So <clears throat> our format is uh, we come up with a topic idea, uh, pop culture related. Uh, one person goes away, does some research and kind of talks about that topic. The other person comes in completely cold. Um, and then we kind of talk about the thing. It could be anything pop culture related. And then we've got a couple of segments to kind of end off the podcast with. So this week, are you ready for the new topic? Uh, yes. Okay. I know so what I'm... it is already. Okay. Okay. No, no, guess. Get no, I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> it's because I said that to you last week, <laughs> right? <laughs> no idea. Okay, so um, this week we're talking about a uh, a franchise, uh, the 10th highest grossing franchise of all time, with over $5 billion gross so far. Okay, a franchise. Um, I'm, I'm going to name the directors because I know you have no idea. <laughs> so the, the, the films have been directed by Rob Cohen, um, Justin Lin, J, J, James Wan, F. Gary Gary, um, John Singleton. Any ideas? No. The films star a whole heap of casts from uh, Ja Rule, Bow Wow, Ludacris, Tarish Gibson, Michelle Rodriguez, um, Gal Gadot. She's in here as well. Um, this is Eastwood's son, Scott Eastwood. Okay. Still nothing. I don't know, Fast and Furious? We're talking about the Fast and Furious franchise, <laughs> yes. Because oh, no. okay. um, Hobbs, Hobbs and Shaw comes out this weekend, or is out by the time the fra- uh, this podcast goes live. So I thought, let's look back at the franchise that made this film Good. possible. So the franchise, which is the Fast hey. and Furious franchise. Okay, I'll starring... give you an overview right now, can't I? Oh, it's... brilliant. Yeah, yeah, go on then. For the first but, one, first or for one all of good. them. First one was oh. good, that it went downhill for five movies, four or five movies. Wow. Then it came back. Wow. So, okay. <laughs> let's let's start with the 2001, um, The Fast. So th- this film was actually had the thes in. It's the first one that had The Fast and The Furious. Okay. Yep. This was directed by Rob Cohen. Now, he, he did stuff like Dragonheart before this. Remember the Dragonheart? Uh, yes. Sylvester Stallone's Di- Di- uh, Daylight, you know, the right. one with the tunnel. Yeah. Maybe you don't remember. But after that, he did stuff like Triple X. Yeah. yeah. He did um, some terrible films like Stealth, Mommy of the T- Mommy Tomb of the Dragon, Alex Cross, The Boy Next Door, Hurricane Heist. Have you seen any of them? Must see the uh, Mommy film. Well, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so, so what's the story, My Guy Monkey? I would like to know. Um, For the first one. Period. God, dude, this. Oh, why did you pick Fast and Furious? Um, <laughs> they're all the same. Uh, yeah, they're all the same, right? I mean, there's. Isn't there an undercover cop? Yep, point break. Um, and he's infiltrating a street racing gang. Oh, yes, yeah. Illegal street racing. It, you're, you're spot on. I hope all the rest are the same because this is all I've got. <laughs> they yeah. are all the same. Though. Good. Um, and then he gets interconnected with them a bit, fancies yeah. the girl. Of course he does. Love and it. then 
and then he ends up maybe he ends up getting sympathy for the for the villains in the end. Basically, that's it. That's exactly the story. So it's it it was um, they had an idea of kind of doing Days of Thunder meets kind of Donny Brasco. So have you seen Donny Brasco? No. Uh, the Al Pacino star. So but it's it's based on a true life story. Sorry, Johnny Depp. Al Pacino. Johnny Depp goes undercover and infiltrates the mafia. Um, and he kind of infiltrates that and he comes, becomes one of them and he just kind of spends his life um, infiltrating the, the mafia and work, you know, documenting all the things that they're doing all mm. the way down to how to bring yeah. it down. Obviously, Days of Thunder is a, it's a movie about cars. So yeah, why not put yeah. that together? But it's what they did realize, cars. Okay. what they didn't, what they didn't realize, there was a film called Point Break, starred Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Which was exactly the same plot line to this. Wow. So while they while they claim it was two things that they came out with, actually more p- a Point Break. They could have just remade Point Break. These days they would just remake, reboot Point Break. So they do, yeah. <laughs> so in in each one of these films, I'm going to ask you, what were they stealing? Oh so no! What, what were they stealing? 2001's commodity. What is the commodity in 2001? Were they stealing anything? I didn't. I didn't know they were stealing. So anything. at the very start of the film, um, the bad guys were they <laughs> steal uh, something off a a truck, a truck full of something. Cars. No, <laughs> it's not like it. So in two thousand one, the hot commodity were like electronic goods, like DVD players. Okay. So they they, they hijack a, a big lorry full of DVD players DVD to steal. <laughs> That's right. Wow. So that's how, that's how they started. So 2001, that's you know, the set you can get, get a DVD player for a five. Exactly. It's, it's pretty, it's so, it's so <laughs> cheap. But uh, in terms of the story, you pretty much said it's spot on, right? So Dominic Terrero played by um, Vin Diesel. This kind of suits him because of the car and his name. Um, he's, he's, he's basically the villain. He needs steal stuff for a living. And he does yeah. illegal street racing, and it's drag racing. It's not even fancy racing. They're just driving a straight line. Yeah. Um, and then he, like you said, falls in love with the sister and then starts to have sympathy for these thieves. Basically, yeah. they're a bunch of thieves. They steal stuff. And he's like, no, no, no. What you guys are doing is good anyway. I'm going to let you go. At the end of the film, instead of bringing him in, he yeah. gives him the car and says, you go away. Because even though you steal yeah. and you're a criminal, I think you're a good guy. Yeah. So here's the keys to my car, and you can go. It's got free. Bye. And that's the first Ooh. film. And I, I did not like this one. I know you've just <laughs> given it a great rating. It's a, it was a great first movie. Otherwise, they wouldn't I, have made a sequel. I didn't like it. I, I know loads of people love the whole franchise. I'm, I'm, I don't. I don't like it. I don't. But <laughs> I, I, I like it from later on. But we'll so, get so the first one, uh, if we go by our normal kind of scale thing. The first one for me personally is I wouldn't even bother. I didn't like it at all. Even oh. if it is for the time, just didn't like it. Okay. But um, you loved it, you said. That's fine. You, you can love I, it, Bill. I, I was never a, a, a fan of the Fast, Fast and Furious back, back in the day, but I think definitely watch this one on television because it's going to be on there. Oh, it'll be so, definitely on a stream service. They sh- it'll they be show on TV it every all the time. Yeah, they show it. They show it. Just, just watch it if you want to. When it's on, to yeah, see where no the problem. whole kind of franchise started off. I mean, yeah, from. it's a good, solid first film, so it is worth watching. You say that the racing is is non non. There isn't any legal racing really. 
It's just driving a straight line. Yeah, they um, it gets, and it, it gets and, a lot bigger as the franchise goes on. But we'll and that, that's what I didn't like about it. Like people, oh, look at these cars, and they're like so the fast. That yeah. I just thought he drove in a straight line. I don't get it. Like, did I miss something? <laughs> yeah, there wasn't much driving about it. Mm, true. I think the first bit is the best bit. You know, when they steal, and their car goes through the the truck through the wheels. Mm. I think that's the only good bit in the film. Yeah, that's then. it. That, that made the movie. <laughs> that's it. That's what people <laughs> went to watch. Well, people kept coming back. They've made, what, eight of them now? So. Well, we'll get into that, yeah. Um, there's a count. There is a count. This is number one. This is number one. Done. I didn't like it. You loved it. But it's the best <laughs> film ever. I didn't love it. This is your four star. <laughs> four round four. Um, yeah, they followed this up with um, John Singleton uh, directed. Do you know the title of this? It's the second film. Um, too fast, too furious. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Get rid of. <laughs> get rid of the does and swap them for twos. So yeah. too fast, too furious. Now Vin Diesel didn't return for this film. Um, he was doing Triple X, uh, and he kind of didn't like the story or whatever it was about this film. Uh, and so they got in Tyrese Gibson for the first time. Ludacris joined as well. Eva Mendes was in this film. Right. But what's the story of My Guy Monkey? And I what were they trying to steal? I can't remember. <laughs> okay. Uh, so on, you... Let's guess. That, uh, yeah. In Undercover Cop again still. He still is, yeah. He's, he's still going to infiltrate. and He's still going to infiltrate, yeah. Even though it's pretty obvious that he's not going to bring him in. Um, I guess the stakes must be to do with this, this um, maybe some heist or uh, whatever. The whatever they're stealing, that's why he cares. The way he's still doing his job, I don't know. Um, he still likes the girl. Uh, yes, but she's not in this one. Oh yeah, because Dominic Terrero and all of them, um, all of those guys weren't in this one. They abandoned it. Yes. Um, <laughs> so he likes another girl. He's found another girl. Yeah, What's Eva Mendes joined this one. Just rolls with whoever, whoever actress they can get in. Exactly, and, as and he should do. Straight away. <laughs> you know, he's not desperate or nothing. And this one's got the rapper Ludacris. Yeah, I, I bet there's a scene where he's rapping. Uh, no, there isn't. He's just the mechanic. A big show. No, there's no. No, no he just he doesn't he doesn't rap. There is a big show, but he's not rapping in it. Oh, uh, okay. There is a show in it though. Good. Yeah. I remember there's, something. There's got to be, sh- <laughs> be showing this. Um, <clears throat> basically, you're right. So he's let Dominic Torero escape, and he's been reprimanded for that. Um, but he's then again gone undercover again to bring down this time around an Argentinian drug lord. Oh. So basically, their cars are going to be filled with drugs, and they're going to be running from one place to the other. Drug lord. That's a big. A bump up from the last one stealing DVD players. That's right. DVDs now into the world of drug lording. Um, wow. A, a drug cartel, should we say? Not just, just not just any old kind of lord. Drug cartel. Um, he <laughs> then in, he goes. I I need I need to put up a crew. I need some people. So he enlists Tyrese Gibson, and Tyrese Gibson's doing like Devonshire Derby stuff. Anyway, and then they those two have the same, pretty much the same film as the last one, but. One where they race, they actually take lefts and rights, they actually turn around. Actually, actually, uh, the racing, I personally think, is better in this film. Well, you the, know, they the bumped film... it up with the, with the turning. Yes, That's so crazy. the first film I did not like at all. 
because you're just driving a straight line. They did one heist. It's kind of boring for me. But this one, yeah. they were driving and they turned the car left and right. They took yeah. turns. It was brilliant. Well, that's, that's brilliant. Cool. I bet. I bet all of the driving looks terrible because it's bad CGI. It would be now. Guess. Yeah, going back. But um, I mean, the director as well. They had John Singleton direct this one. So do you, do you know much of John Singleton? You don't know anything. Do you? You tell me. Let me know. <laughs> Boys <laughs> in the Hood. Okay. He yeah, directed. That. Yeah. So that's a great film. Um, he also did some terrible films as well, like Shaft 2000. But even after this, he did um, Four Brothers, which I really liked, Four Brothers. Um, but then he sadly passed away. So he, he he's not being called back to do any more of these films oh, and he can't do any more kind of things. But so they, they, for this one, they obviously couldn't get back Vin Diesel and stuff. They chucked more money at it. They changed up the star cast, but they kept Paul Walker as the main lead. Yeah. And they brought in Tyrese Gibson. And there's a bit at the end where, um, I don't know if you remember this one much, but um, Ludacris is in kind of a car. They open up a garage and hun- not hundreds, loads and loads of cars come out. Right, yeah. And they're to confuse the people because those two are going to run off, oh, yeah. not run off, but escape. With yeah, the I, drug I money. remember that now. Yeah, wow. Um, and <laughs> they they obviously swap cars because Ludacris and the girl, I think it's Suki, they get caught. Anyway, that big twist to Rue thing. Um, and it's basically um, that the drug cartel says to him, I need someone who can drive my money from here to here. And he sets him a task to go steal a car from a car lot and bring it back within a set period of time. And if they do that, they'll he'll hire them to do this other yeah, job. Just like Driver. <clears throat> Yeah, video game. but actually, like I, as much as I don't like the first one, I think this one for me personally is a step up. I think mm. only because the driving got better, and you know, I mean, it's not a good film, but still, <laughs> those things, the elements that I didn't like in the first film, yeah. I feel like they addressed and made them better for myself. So if the first one is um, watch free of charge on your streaming service, mm. this would be the same. But actually, if, if somebody said, which would you recommend over the two? For me personally, I like this one better so yeah. far. Nice. Nice. Oh, Where would you put it? For me, it, the problem with it was the was the sort of the the attitude and the feel of it all. Um, it, the, like people were just get, going there for the car stuff. Um, yeah. And if you like the car stuff, then obviously the, the Fast and Furious series gets a step up like you say but the story i like i think the, the first one was a bit more of a personal story um yeah and it, it starts to become more and more just about the cars for the next next few films so <laughs> it's it's okay if you like a bit of you know if you like the cars it's fine but i think i think it just put put me off like the whole boy racer sort of it was just more about cars and cars and cars all the time and no longer about story yeah there is so a story. two stars two stars oh you went from four to two wow <laughs> so, so, so really disappointed you um so the next film is um almost a whole new star cast again do you, do you remember the title of the next film number three three fast three <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, the Fast and the Furious Three. No. No. Uh, I it, can't may be, it may have been called Fast and Furious Three somewhere, but yeah. it's mainly known as the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is the one that they went into Tokyo for. 
Did they? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow, um, they should put that in the title. Make it but also, this about. film this film acts as a prequel to the next films, like four, five, mm. and I think six. And right. after six is where this one would fit in the chronological order. But for Fast and Furious, we're just doing it in release order. So this is number three. And this is the first time Justin Lin is directing these films. He he then directs a whole bunch of these films, and he's still directing the last two as well. So that's why it's nice. quite an important one. So this one, a whole new star cast. Uh, do you remember anyone from this film? Lucas Black, nice. Little <laughs> Bow Wow, or just Bow Wow? Bow Wow. Um, nice. So he he's the rapper this time. So we've had. Yeah, of course he raps. At last. So not, oh, sorry, not in the film, no. Uh, he no, not, the film. no. None of these films do you have a rapper rap. rap. So we've, <laughs> even though we've got a rapper, an R&B star, none of them rap slash sing mm. in any of these films. So far, who knows? The next one might have a um, ludicrous and um, Tyrese Gibson song. Mm, cool. That'd be quite good. And so this had Bow Wow. They took it out of the streets of... Yo, He's in like Arizona school and he does that race, not, not race, but, you know, he he does that thing at the start where he drives those vehicles. I think it's the Dodge Viper. Do you remember the start of this film where they're driving around and he's chasing after the other car? Yeah, vaguely. And I think straight away, just that first sequence is better than anything in number one. <laughs> So I keep, I keep shitting back on number one. It's but... all about the action. <laughs> it's all, I, you know what? For, for a film that's called The Fast and the Furious, <laughs> I yeah. think every other film was better than this one. Like the did first watch... one, I okay. Did you watch the first film first? Yes, you did. Okay. Yes, I did. In this order, I and watched. I've seen. Did not I've like seen it. all of them in the cinema except number eight. Wow! So you saw Fast and Furious before it was even known as a series. Yes. Wow. So back back in back in the day, uh, we we met in two thousand. Yeah. Uh, and I was working in a local cinema. You were, yeah. Yeah. So I'd seen every film, regardless seen of everything. <laughs> well, most most films that made it to the UK, I would have seen. So before before the internet said Fast and Furious is rubbish, don't watch it. I had to mm. watch it because it was free. So yeah. I used to watch loads of these films, right? So I've yeah, so I've seen them all um, in the cinema, episode nice. number eight. Um, but yeah, so I think it got better. And actually, this is the first one where the cars drift. Mm. So they went from driving in the straight line to taking lefts and rights to turning nice. to nice. now drifting. I think wow. in terms of the car evolution, it's got better. Because <laughs> they've added drifting, of course. Of course, it's much better. Like Vin Diesel drove in the straight line, and people got so excited. Then <laughs> Tyrese Gibson was driving, and he took a left turn. I got <laughs> excited, and now they were drifting. Drifting, wow! <laughs> Is it going to keep going like this? They always add something. We'll find out. Drifting. <laughs> <laughs> um, in this, in this one, um, he's basically um, he gets kicked out of school. Um, and to avoid like juvenile detention or jail, um, his dad, who's like the military U.S. Navy guy, goes, OK, look, uh, let's go to um, I can't remember why they go to Japan, but they went to Japan instead because I think maybe his dad was working there. Yeah. And then you never see his dad again. And his son just kind of goes <laughs> off and does his school day and he meets Bow Wow and he learns about this underground racing, which is drifting. That's what um, it's all about. In this one, they don't steal anything. 
it's just about um, kind of like that relationship that he has with the the, the girl. I don't think mm-hmm. they steal anything, but there's just a lot of driving. Um, the very end has that um, cameo. Dominic Toretto appears at the very end of this one. Oh, do you remember this? So, so at the very end, he's a uh, Lucas Black is about to do another race, and he turns either left or right. I can't remember because their mm. cars are weird. They're not on the same side of the road as us. And he sees Dominic Toretto in the the same car as previously, because wow. this ties into film number six, <laughs> uh, where Han, because at um, at the end of six, when is it at, see that at the end of six or at the start of seven? But when Jason Statham's car smashes through his car and kills him, mm. so then that's what that's why Dominic Toretto is in Tokyo to try and speak to him to find out what happened and how Han died and stuff like that. Right. So that's why he appears here. Wow. And also the reason why this really happened was um, Universal wanted Dom- they wanted Vin Diesel back on the franchise, yeah, but he didn't want to be in number two. And he said, give me the rights to the incredible Riddick film because I'm yeah. going to make loads of sequels and we make tons of money off that film. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, sure, only if you make more Fast and Furious films. Okay. So I think Universal got a better deal. I think well, he, yeah, he got he got the <laughs> franchise back, but they yeah. got him. They got yeah. him. They got him good with this Fast and Furious yeah. film. It did good. It did good for everyone in the end. I think. And so this is when we first start to see the franchise setting itself up properly as well. As soon as you get Van Diesel back, Van Vin. Vin. <laughs> I know he's, he's like a car. Diesel Van. Um, so based on kind of like your memory of the film yeah what ranking have you given so you're given the first one a four star you call it masterpiece the second one a two this one's a three so this this one's one's a one what too much drifting and too much tokyo (laughs) i think i'm joking i'm joking i know the performances were rubbish because i'm looking back at it I saw some of yeah. this, like the the acting's bad. That's the actual was, story yeah. is the story is kind of boring and kind of rubbish. But I think the driving sequences have got much better. And I think as a Fast and Furious film, as mm. a film where they were driving fast and he was being furious, <laughs> I think <laughs> this. So you know, They're if the first doing two, everything. if the first two films are first gear, I think this is second gear. No, this is third gear. Third gear, because it's yeah. This is not hitting NOS yet. This is not fourth or fifth, but this is <laughs> this is the best they've had so far in terms of Fast and Furious. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from because you you like cinema spectacle. You've yes, seen the I first do. one; it didn't have it. First, second nope. one, it had a bit of turning. I got Wellex drifting. Finally yeah. drifting, finally something to see. Um, so exactly. as visually and for cars and visual in the cinema, I get it. I can see why you like it. Yes. But for me, this was the low point. It was going oh. downhill because of... And, I, and you reminded me then, it's the acting and the, the delivery. It's just all the scripting just feels so wrong from the second one and third one. Like, it's, like it's, it's going so sharply downhill. And that's why it feels like it's just about the cars for all the wrong reasons like it you can have good films about good about cars but you've got to have good scripting as well so yeah i'm gonna stick this to one fix one. the script fix the script so yeah so, 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 
<laughs> so that was number trips. three. They tricked Vin Diesel and they'd gone him back for yeah. the next film. What's the next film called? Number you know, four. Um, uh, Fast and Furious 4. Take out the number four. Fast and Furious. <laughs> yes. So they've got rid of the does. They've got rid of the twos. Oh, okay. The Tokyo Drift. They just simply call this Fast and Furious. They called it Fast and Furious. Yes. It's practically a reboot. Like they brought back Vin Diesel and give it a reboot. Ba- yeah, basically. <laughs> so Paul Walker's back. Vin Diesel's back. Crazy. Michelle Rodriguez is back. Jo- uh, Jordan Bristia, she's back. Um, again, directed by Justin Lin. Excellent. What are they stealing? Um, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they, they, they steal it every time the car. Have you ever oh. seen them steal a car? Oh, um, I'm hoping. I'm hoping in the next three or four films <laughs> they, steal they steal a car, car at some point. <laughs> I'm pretty um, sure they steal some cars. Once. In this one, they steal a fuel tanker. Okay, yeah. At the very start of the film. But right. what's the story, my guy, monkey? Uh, well, <laughs> like, what they do... No, number four. They steal, a ta- they steal an oil tanker. Yes. Um, Vin Diesel is back. Yeah. That's what I got. What happened in four? So in, in, in number four, so basically... Is there a game? I think he's not undercover anymore. I think he is overcover. Okay. Then. <laughs> I think I think they know by now. Is Come he on, <clears throat> no, not yet. Okay. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in in this one, um, they start by heisting a fuel tanker. Mm. So they've gone from actually stealing DVD players, electronic goods, to now stealing um, tankers, fuel tankers. Yeah. Um, in in doing so, obviously they these thieves stole from someone who then wants retribution for that. And right. and this is the one where we see the guy kill Letty Michelle Rodriguez. Do you remember this bit where the car spins over? Oh. The guy walks out the car and he shoots her. Right. That's a big she's, big big moment. Big moment, and she's dead. They they show it in the trailer as well. I think <laughs> they should have kept that a bit secret. But anyway, so and then Vin Diesel comes back. And then he discovers that Brian was using her as an informant. Right. Because he's, he's overcover now, like I said. Yeah. Everyone knows who he is. So he's this using is... Letty to go undercover to try and find out about another drug cartel. So more drug stealing, uh, fuel it's... tank stealing. And more drama. That sounds of it. Yeah, well, um, I think this time they go to Mexico. So, um, so again, um, I think this one... For me nitrous. personally, uh, they in nitrous in every film. Um, <laughs> I think the action sequences weren't as good as number three. Okay. From what I remember watching this this week, mm-hmm. I think so far we had number one driving a straight line, number two turn left and right, number three we started drifting, Tokyo drifting, number four oil tanker, and then they drove through Mexico. Or on the way mm-hmm. to Mexico through this tunnel system. That like a long drive. So maybe it was quite a long drive, yeah. For, um, for, for the Passive Furious films, yeah, it is quite so a long persev- drive. Perseverance driving is what they added to this one, then. <laughs> you you <know>? Yeah. <laughs> so that means it's lower on your scale. Yes. Yeah? It did introduce Gal Gadot for the first time, Wonder Woman. Oh, nice. 
Yeah. That was the new arrival. Hmm. Well, so, for me, I'd say it picks up. This is where this is where the franchise starts to come back. I can't even remember it. I do need to rewatch it. <laughs> so this I is did... when they bring back everyone. So this is like you said at the start. This is the reboot. Yeah. This is where you've got drama, and therefore you've got a script, and you've got story, and you've got you've got real reason to believe and think about the characters. So this is where it starts to come back for me. So yeah, opposite to you. This one gets a three star. Just like that. <laughs> this one again is second gear for me. So back down. First, yeah. So I, I was Tokyo Drift was in third gear. Now I've gone down to second gear. I would almost put it as number, as almost as first gear. It wasn't. Yeah. I don't know. I I just think because they you got the nostalgia feel of having everyone together, but does is that enough for me personally to think? That's wow. a great film. It just because you chucked the original people back in there. It brought, the, it brought the series back from the brink. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> Not for me personally. I just think uh, it was just a case of that, again, because you got Vin Diesel, how good can the acting really be? The story, <laughs> the story was... He's all right. The story okay. was fine. It's almost a little bit of a rehash of number two where they've got the drug cartel... Um, yeah. The difference here is they've stolen from him to start off with, with the fuel tanker, and then they're trying to work back. This person who you annoyed, who you've stolen from, now wants to kill you guys. Well, it's mm. your fault, basically, right? You've yeah. kind of like brought this on yourself. It makes them the victim. <laughs> yeah. yeah they're, the... But they're the bunch of thieves, right? A bunch. And at the end of this film is where he finally quits the FBI, uh, Paul mm. Walker. And we see uh, a judge sentence Dominic Toretto to uh, 25 years in, to life in prison. Wow. Um, and at the very end of the film, Dominic uh, boards the prison bus and it's being transported mm. to the penitentiary. Yeah. And on, on that route, at the very end of the film, we see the, the, uh, the baddies info about to break him out of prison. So clearly <laughs> he's, a, he's a criminal. And and all these other people are about to commit another crime. Yeah. But the film kind of ends with these criminals about well, yeah. to succeed. I mean, as soon as you see him get on the bus, you should be you, you, the first thing you should be thinking is this is a this is a movie franchise about people who do stuff in vehicles. He's not going to be taken, you know, straight to prison in a bus. He's going to be broken out. Yes, basically, basically. <laughs> We've got criminals who drive cars quite fast yeah. in a straight line, and you're in, a, you're in a prison bus. But he's an anti-hero, isn't he? Clearly, Vin Diesel. No, no. Let's just let's just look back his rap street. He stole he's... DVDs, yeah. goods from someone. I mean, yeah. He doesn't give to the poor. He keeps for yeah. himself. Anti, yeah. Yep. So how's that anti-hero? He's literally that's just that's the, what anti-hero thief. means. He's it a means thief. You're a hero, but you're. But... Where's the? Who's the hero in? Who did he he's say? He's the hero of the movie. He's not a <laughs> hero of the film. He's the centre of the, of the story. So he's, he's a, a criminal. He's a downright rotten criminal. who got 25 years. So a, a judge of NR in the judicial system and a bunch of people of our peers judged him to have committed crimes yeah. to give him 25 years to life. He's a criminal. He's a criminal. And he a deserves to spend 25 years to rot really? in prison. But clearly, you think he's an anti-hero. I don't know who's who he's saving. Who is he saving? He's causing uh, all this himself. 
It's all about family, yo. <laughs> it's like, not about. You expect your friends are your family and your cars. <laughs> Gotta save the cars too. Yeah, so, so, so Mal slipping back to first gear, thinking about it. This film is just as bad as the first. That's <laughs> film. <laughs> right, I'm getting four stars then. Fourth gear. <laughs> Uh, what's the next film in the franchise? Fast Five. Yes. Got it. You can trick Justin, that one, you? Justin Lin is back. And what's the story, My Guy Monkey? Um, I've forgotten. There's a, there's a heist, isn't there? It's a heist in this the is a heist movie, yes. This is. It's also, in some places, it's called Rio Heist. Wow, okay. I'm guessing it's in Rio. Yes, it's in Brazil. Oh, look, this I knew is that. Brazil. I remembered. <laughs> so this film is notable because Ludacris comes back, but also uh, it's the introduction of Dwayne The Rock Johnson into the franchise. Uh, this is his first entry into the film. Okay. Um, and it is... So the film starts with them breaking him out of prison, as you refer to him as an anti-hero, the yeah. criminal... As they break yeah, a criminal right. out of a prison bus. That's how the film starts. Yeah. Um, but what was good about this is actually the driving's got better. The yeah. action's got better. It's been that, really ramped up. The action has just gone. This is the point where the, the franchise starts for me when it comes to Fast cinema, five. cinema. Yeah, Fast Five. So they, they go from stealing DVDs, little break, steal a fuel tanker, and now they're stealing $100 million dollars from a corrupt businessman. There we go. What, now, they're, what, now they're the good guys. They're stealing no. from a corrupt businessman. But they, they didn't give to the poor, do they? They kept the money themselves. They bought flash items themselves. They bought themselves a house with money. So he may have stolen from other people. They stole from him and they That'd spent that back. money. Now, at least the corrupt businessman didn't spend that hundred million. He had just accumulated that money. Yeah. He Who knows? In six months to a year, his plan may have been to build a hospital yeah a school a True. university we don't know yeah. but we just know dominic terrero mm-hmm. stole that from him and he'll no, ever, yeah. no longer be able to fulfill um his dreams Plan. of building all this stuff yeah orphanage only so they can buy some flashcards and live a happier life than them yes the heroes the thieves <laughs> the centerpiece of the story that we support <laughs> therefore the heroes as much as the shit on this franchise. This is my favorite film of the franchise. There we go. I love Fast Five. Yeah. This is this is in this is me in fifth gear hitting Noz. Yeah. This right? is when so the cinema. Th- this had this this had everything I always wanted. Like they drove cars and you'd expect storyline is straight lines, but also when they had the safe at the back of the two cars yeah. and the safe was rolling down Rio, Classic. smashing into cop cars, smashing into buildings. <laughs> It was just amazing. Like they just they just ramped up um, the franchise to the next level. Like the the number four was boring. I thought this time these criminals, these thieves, have gone off and they've stolen a hundred million dollars. Bunch of thieves, but they've done it so well. Um, I also liked a bit. You know when they start to plan out the actual heist, and they build like a replica area to try and do cars to try and drift around to see if they can do it a certain time. That actually show some more of the planning side of it all. Yeah. Um, that's the way one... to do, like, when you have heist and you have planning, which can be very boring, that's the way to do it right. 
is make it exciting do some test runs stuff like that yeah exactly um i i also like this one because dwayne the rock johnson's in this uh him and vin diesel have a good like kind of fight and i feel that up until this point the criminal diesel hasn't had a formidable foe no and i and i think dwayne the rock johnson with his presence his stature as a human being and plus he's the good guy he's the only good person in the film he actually can match him physically on screen for the first time and he's taller than him and he's stronger than him i mean in real life you just uh, break him in two i think Dwayne would win (laughs) but yeah all of that was great them running through rio was great there's that chase sequence between uh Dwayne chasing Vin Diesel and Paul Walker and they're running on top of the shanty towns all of that's amazing i think there's so many good bits in this mm. film for me personally that this is yeah definitely slipped into fifth gear hit the nas and away i go i love this film yeah you can even, would you give it a star rating no, it's fifth. It's fifth gear. It's it's a car related. I'm well, into fifth gear. Fifth gear you, you can't give it a star rating then because it no. only goes up to four. <laughs> no, he goes up to five gears in my car. <laughs> so I've given the first. I've given the first two films a first gear. I gave the third film a third gear. I gave the fourth film one. And now second, second. I went straight from first gear to fifth gear, and I've hit the nod button. Right. Okay. Bye, off you go. <laughs> this also had a cool bit. Do you remember the train bit? They're in the train yeah. and they kind of steal those three cars. This is the film oh, yes. that had stealing of the cars. They're and they steal jump... cars. There they did in this one. And they jump off the train with the cars. Because what they find is one of the cars has got like a USB stick and that's got this all the transactions to the 100 million. Mm. So they actually jump onto a train and then jump out of a train with the car. Yeah action it's pretty amazing it's all great it's all great action i'm out of the stars i would be giving this four stars for cinema four stars in the cinema yes so th- this is this is this is as good as it gets this is this is when it starts being cinema yeah cinema worthy i think i think i think that you could you could watch them in the cinema but they're not that good so okay. far until this one and then this one was incredible yeah yeah okay so then um, after Fast and Furious 5, the best film in the franchise, um, yes. what, was, what was the next film or what was it called? Um, oh, this is no. easy. Fast and Furious 6. Yes, that's it. They got so lazy, they just called it Fast and Furious 6. But in some places, it's called Fast 6. Yeah. And also, Fast 5 was, um, although that was the official title, I have seen it called Fast and Furious 5. Oh, okay. Somewhere as well, yeah. But I did notice that. I remember specifically noticing that one at the time. It was actually called Fast Five. Interesting. So, so what's Fast the Fury story, Six. My Guy Monkey, Fast um, Furious Six? Is this the one in Dubai? Nope. That's no. number seven. That's number seven, brother. <laughs> number seven. Is that the one with the tank? This is the one with the tank, yes. Oh, yeah. okay. Good memory. Yes. That's all I remember. Oh, the story is there's a tank. There's a tank. Yep. And um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson punches it and breaks it. Um, <laughs> no, but he does something in number eight, similar, but okay. not in this one. Um, 
Yeah, I can't remember. All I remember about this was the was the um, trailer for this one, and it was all about the tank. It was about taking up from last time. Um, yeah, big action with the safe that are dragging around. This time, yeah. bloody great big tank. And then so, stepping it up one. Yeah, so this, this one ramped up again. So this is shot in, some of this is shot in London. And I don't know if you remember, there's bits around uh, Trafalgar Square and bits shot actually in London. And what they did, um, I think they shot it at um, on the hour. So I think it was like 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. And then they'd mm. have like a small window. They'd have to do yeah. the shot. Then they wait another hour. Then they'll do another shot, and you can um, you can see that bit in the in the film as well. It's really cool. So that that's um, one bit. But this is more about um, um, so Owen Shaw and his brother. Mm. Um, oh yeah, Owen Shaw is like Owen Shaw Shaw. Yeah, he's like an SAS major, and they're basically trying oh, yeah. to steal some stuff, and they want to put together like a bomb or something. And this is when, yeah, just because he's bored. By the start of the film, they, they, to the villains, another criminal outlaw case, they do a heist. And then the film starts where the car's running out or coming out of the building and it's collapsing on itself, the building. Right. Um, and, And anyway, they successfully steal that. And then now Dwayne The Rock Johnson reaches out to Dominic Torero and the criminals to help him find these other criminals yes and yeah. and dominic terrero is like i'm not interested we're thieves we just steal what we like or whatever he says you know in, i do what i want voice. i do what i want when <laughs> i want i do who i want all that kind of you know, nonsense then he goes well they've got letty so uh-huh. michelle rodriguez do you remember was she got shot in the head in number four yeah but in being shot in the head she actually got amnesia Oh, right? so, of and saw she didn't know who she was so obviously the bad guy well the other guys <laughs> convinced <laughs> her that she she's a criminal but she's a criminal that works for him and so she's working with them and that's kind of where that's how dominic gets brought back into this world of trying to stop this other crew and this one is a crew v crew so pretty much everyone that they've got in their team they've got a counterpart so they've got Ooh. a female Female, um, Gal Dadot, Godot, a male, Paul Walker, a yeah. male, Dominic Torero, um, 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 Tyrese Gibson slash Ludacris character on the other side as well. Yeah. So they've got pretty much the uh, same team for team, and they're going to stop well, those guys. And some of the drivers are actually bad guys this time, though. They're all bad to... guys, but Dwayne The Rock Johnson is the they're only good guy. Guys. They're all bad. They but just stole time, 100 million. The, the crew that, that basically took a girl with amnesia and convinced yes. them to work with them that's the bad guy yeah he's he's another criminal yeah he's another criminal I'm talking about criminals or non-criminals i'm talking about they're all bad terms. guys okay you, who, so who are you behind in this movie Dwayne, are you behind I'm, one gang I'm, or are you behind both gangs I'm, or I'm do you want behind, both gangs to lose i want both of them to kill each other out right isn't okay. that what would happen you don't in care about life? any of the characters <laughs> absolutely none but Dwayne. I was just like, just keep Dwayne safe, please. Someone just protect just keep Dwayne. The, keep the cop alive. Yeah, exactly. He's on his oh. own. He doesn't have a team. He's having to call on criminals to take out other criminals. Poor guy. Exactly. Terrible. I mean, you know, he's got a nice nine to five job. Well, I wouldn't say that. He's yeah. got a daughter as well, which we he's see in number seven. 
daughter. There we go. It's just you know, it's, it's such a hard life having a job and you know a family. <laughs> it is right. That's why I only care about him. I mean, <laughs> Dominic Torero doesn't That's have. Who you relate to? I can't relate to any of the other ones. Like, can I re- relate to a guy who steals DVDs? No. Why do they steal DVD players? A fuel tanker? No. Why do they steal fuel tankers? Right. I think, I think you might be in a minority in some ways. I think there's a lot of people that <laughs> side with Paul how, Walker. How many people did bought GTA Five? People love being criminals and love siding with criminals. Especially ones that drive fast cars and buy everything that they want. Well, because this was shot in England as well, and mm. it had um, Luke Evans. I was kind of rooting for him because he's British. The other guys were American. If wow. we're waving our flag, yeah, minus Dwayne, obviously. Was he, was he on the bad, the bad side? Then? <clears throat> bad guys. They're all bad guys. He's on the. He's on the. No, he's he's the guy who's trying to just. He's what he's doing. He's going out and he wants to procure a weapon, and he yeah. wants to procure items. And unfortunately, yeah. people won't sell it to him. So he just goes around and he's like, you know what? I will take a piece from here. I'll take a piece from, and I'll build it myself. That's all he's okay. doing. And Dominic Toretto is just coming in his way. He's yeah. trying to stop him. I just think so you know you, you've stolen. Yeah, the British guy. And, you know, he just stole 100 million, Dominic yeah. Torero. And this guy hasn't even got 100 million. No, all he's trying to do is. <laughs> he's just I trying to make a point. living, right? Yeah. So I see what you're saying here. He, so he's the good guy. He is the good guy, right? So yeah. he's, he's like, he's like, you know, Vulture in a <laughs> Spider Man film. He's just going out, doing his day to day, and he's cleaning up the mess. And then damage control came away, took away his job. And yeah. that's the same thing happened to my poor boy Owen. He's just a family sure. man. He's just trying to make a living, and then people make... just don't stop him from doing he's just, that. He's just trying to make a weapon to give to his kid for Christmas. <laughs> exactly. Like, he can't and afford a present for him. What do they do? <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson calls multi-millionaire Dominic Torello, who's got 20 million. Yeah. Uh, Vin, uh, Paul Walker, who would have 20 million. Terry you know, or 10 million, whatever. Yeah, They're multi-millionaires. People. Exactly. <laughs> to, try, to try and stop this poor British guy. Yeah. He's just he's trying to make a living. So you've, got to, you've got to see it from the American point of view then. Because in American films, <laughs> British people are always the bad guys. They always play the bad guys, yeah. They're always the bad guys. And of course, the, the guys that are rich and just take whatever they want, they're the Americans. They're the good guys. <laughs> they're the good guys. They're Wall Street, right? Of, All of they course. do is they, they steal from the poor and they think of themselves as a... As a as the rich, they do what they, they just, want. They do what they're they Americans. want. This, this they is are. why this is why they're supposed to be the good guys. Um, perhaps and, for the British people, viewer, is the other way around. And at the end of this film is where we get the Jason Staten cameo, where mm. he phones up Dominic Torero after killing Han. He says, "I'm coming for you," and the film nice. ends. Introducing another character again. Another British actor. Except this time is. One that we can support, so we can get behind. Yes, of course, you already were on, behind the other one. I, I was already behind um, Luke Evans, but now they've introduced Jason Statham. Who yeah, is definitely. I mean, him and Dwayne—that's a proper man crush there. Jason Statham. I know. Amazing. I mean, there's a there's me, him, and Statham. There's a three-way. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just inevitable. They just you, don't you're know. Gonna it, be, yeah. You could pulverize it in that I, I would be, but wouldn't it be There's the best? Be nothing left. But I imagine like Dwayne would cuddle a lot, right? He seems like a cuddleable man. I mean, yeah. Statham, 
uh, remember in Transporter, he would kill me. Like Statham yeah. uh, in, in in all those transport films, he would. Pff, I yeah, wouldn't stand a chance. But my God, uh, those two handsome fellas. Anyway, so th- this this was number six, right? Um, if I'm giving it my commented rating, I think Sixth this gear. this this was for me fourth gear. Oh, it's gone down from fifth gear to fourth. Yeah, I I think um, the heist film is the best film in the franchise. Mm. Yeah, heist um, yeah, this this film became almost like a team v team film. Yeah, even though the the action is actually incredible, yeah. like some sort of stuff shot in London looks amazing. There's a bit where they're driving through uh, one of the tunnels in London, and he's in this smaller car and he's whizzing through traffic. All of that, I think it's all been ramped up to the right level. I think it's going mm. the right way, but for me. Um, I still love five the best. Yeah, I think I can I can agree with you. Maybe I put this into third yeah. gear, slip into third. Wow, because I'm just thinking ahead. <laughs> well, you've got to think ahead <clears throat> when you're driving, so exactly. You've got to think, right you think about the road ahead. Um, um, and so, where would you put this? Yeah, I mean, it's it's survive, it's. It's, yeah, I mean it's in cinematic mode, so I think it is a good job. But I think you're right; it's a little bit less than five, but you know it's still carrying carrying the cinema. So I say, say still watch it in the cinema. Four stars. Watch, wow! Watch, yeah, you got because again, we, what we've got coming up next, we need you need to just be watching all of these in the cinema. I think in in order. So the next film is is the one that so number three happens next and then the next film would happen so what's the next film called um fast and furious seven yes or what's the alternative title uh fast seven kind of but it's called furious seven furious seven (laughs) sneaky so this this one is uh, directed by james wan the first time um horror director we talk uh-huh. about a lot on our podcast because yeah. I love James Wan. Um, he's this was his first non-horror film as well, uh, and this okay. is the one where they started shooting it. And in real life, Paul Walker passed away, yeah. so they put the film on, um, just kind of delayed the whole film. Yeah, came back, rewrote a lot of it, and then his yeah. brother stepped in to kind of like uh, replace, not replace, but you know, um, finish it off, finish it off for them, um, and kind of go through it so that's kind of yeah the thing about this film but i think i can't remember what the story is my <laughs> what's the story, the story is it's, it's all a giant goodbye to him really isn't it that's what it is that's the end of it but what's those the two hours before that is this the one in dubai yes this is yes. the one they were going to dubai you've done it and they, and they jump from one building to another yes they do they jump that's, two that's buildings it. in total yeah that's the story, and and then they say a big goodbye, and it's a quite sad goodbye for fans of the series that have watched it for seven films now. So in in um, in each film they ramp up stuff. So mm. the last one they had the this tent. is where this they one, up, This is where they jumped a Ugh. car from building to building. Giant Dubai buildings. These are big buildings. Yes, yes, yes. It is giant buildings. Yes. Um, this also introduced Jason Statham to the franchise, yeah, and Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, at the start of the film, um, we go to the hospital, and Jason Statham's talking to his brother, 
Mm. And because his brother's been beaten up and left for dead in hospital by the criminals of the last film. Oh, yes. And Jason Statham says, well, basically, if they put you in here, I'm going to put the rest of them in here as well. And as he walks out of prison, you see how he's basically beating up all of these people around him because you see all these kind of um, people in armored gear just lying on the floor, which he's beaten up to try and get to his brother. And I think... Jason Statham's the hero of the film. <laughs> because, because, because his brother has been brutally uh, attacked. Yeah. Unprovoked. So, he's been but, attacked. He's in hospital and he's yeah. come to see his brother and he's like, whoa, 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 what's happening here? Who's done this to my bro? So yeah. he's just, be- all he thinks about is there's these people who've done this crime against my <laughs> brother. I'm going to stand up to them. Yeah. And that's what I think the film is. It's but, about but the little logic, guy you say, you standing up to the these good criminals. Guy, the only good guy is the guy on the side of the law, right? According to you. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And uh, Jason Statham is just beating up a load of people. He should have been going through due process. Well, he would Let's have tried... Let's see the police to, do their job. He was trying to go see his brother. Yeah. And all these people stood in his way. And he yeah. was just saying, look, I just want to go see my bro. He's in hospital. He could be on his last breath. I just need to go see him. And all these police officers would have been preventing him from doing that. And so he just had to make his way in. But That's according all it is. to you, the, the law is the good guy. So he should not the law have, is should have just the stood good... there and respected the law and said, I'm not going to see my brother. But what if, what if his brother died? He would, have, he would have always had that guilt that he didn't get to there see him on his deathbed. So, right maybe now, the, so maybe the law wasn't the good guy all along. If they're stopping him from seeing his brother. Well, that's this is the grey area. You got me on a technicality. And but Jason Statham, is, 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 uh, yeah. he's so a good guy. He's, he's, a, he's amazing in this film. So like when um, Dwayne comes in in number five, I think he elevated the film and the franchise, everything. Yeah. Number six, he's, he's in it and the film is good, but it's not as good as five, I think. And then yeah. Jason Statham comes in, and again he elevates the entire franchise in the film. And I the think, actors. yeah, because that that fight between him and Dwayne the Rock Johnson at the start mm. in the um, in the office space is amazing. You know, I know it does that thing where the camera follows them, and then you know when he spins him around, the kind of the camera does that spin stuff. I think all of that is great. The whole fight between the two of them is amazing. And then kind of Dwayne is kind of sidelined for the rest of the film, which is unfortunate because he's such a good actor. Exactly. But he's he's, he's the best thing. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, then he's just in hospital. We see his daughter. um, But then, you know, uh, uh, Jason Statham's just out for revenge on every single one of them because they put his brother in hospital and they killed him. And yeah. And and that's kind of the story. It's just about stop. But there's also... um, do you remember the the thing that they're trying to steal? Is it a building in Dubai? <laughs> it's not a building <laughs> in Dubai. Then it's no. something. It's something called um, God's Eye. Okay, right. So this is that thing that lets lets you plug into any camera, any oh. um, yeah, uh, any tech, and you can see anyone. You can locate them anywhere around the world. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. To me, an absolutely pointless piece of kit. Because yeah. as the film starts to when the film ends, uh, Jason Statham never has that technology. And he's always turns up at the right time, at the right place yeah. to fight Dominic Torero. That's what he's doing. He doesn't need it. The, the whole, the whole, it, really. the, 
Well, clearly he doesn't. Yeah, sorry. The criminals, yeah, Dominic Torero, the criminals, they need it. Jason Statham's a good guy. He just turns up every... It just seemed like whenever there's an action beat and they needed him to appear, he would appear. And he never had God's eye, but he always knew where Dominic Torero was. Because he's Jason Statham. (laughs) He's just amazing. He's the transporter. He's the Uh, transporter. (laughs) Yes. There's, There's a bit where they both drive towards each other's cars. Then they get out, have a big fight. Um, him and Jason, as in Dominic Torero and yeah. Jason Statham. Did, did but, they jump out of the car and have a fight in midair as the cars I, are passing? Not while other cars are passing, no. That's, that's the gear they can take it up to next, I think. So they in this one, they, they, jump, they jump the buildings. They also have yeah. the bit where Dominic Torero's car gets... He just basically falls off the edge of a cliff oh, and yeah. he just rolls all the way down and mm. the car and him survive. Okay. Roll cage? I don't know. Yeah, it's something like that, but that's all built into his car, so this makes his yeah, car no, super heavy for that. I think that was a reason given in there, yeah. And at the very end, with um, her technology, they've got drones attacking the cars. So she's moving from car to car while they've so she sat in someone's car and then the drones flying by and it's about to shoot them, so she jumps into another car okay. and then they try to chase them and it's like that. But the 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 biggest disappointment for me was this this film had um um tony jar do you ever heard of tony jar martial arts expert yeah. made a film called on bank uh if you oh, haven't yeah. seen it you should watch that yeah. he's on he's incredible this is um, um actor he's just he's so amazing martial arts guy uh mm. he's he's been in quite a few films but there's a film i, I think it's called mean. protector and it's like a video game and he's going up these levels in this building and it goes from mm. kind of floor to floor to floor and he okay. beats up and it seems like it's done in one shot the way the film loops yeah. around and the whole Ooh. action sequence is incredible he just kind of like jumps around and he does all of his action sequences tend to be without wires no cgi like if you watch on bank he jumps through crazy things he leaps yeah. from here to there but none of it uses kind of wiring or cgi Ooh. school and he's in this film and he nice. fights paul walker and he does all this stuff but he seems underutilized. Like right. he's such a good martial arts expert that no yeah. one in Dominic's Terrero's team is that good. I do know what you mean. Now, yeah. I remember who he is now, and I remember him in the film. Because they're the... in the they're in the van. Uh, no, you're right. The Maybe there's there's just too many people introduced into this film really to give him the limelight. I mean, yeah. Against Jason Statham. Come on. <laughs> exactly. I mean, this this is a Statham vehicle. I mean, he, he drives this film. Um. So <laughs> so that that's that's the only problem where you've got i think international superstars coming into your franchise unfortunately don't have enough kind of like limelight to shine because i think this franchise would be perfect for jason statham dwayne the rock johnson people like that can take it to the next level but it's not a martial arts kind of it's not a hand-to-hand action kind of film no where it it can showcase his talents which is unfortunate because he he's he's a perfect actor and he's incredible at what he does I just think this film didn't showcase all of that for him. But if he drove a car really quickly, then, you know, then he's fine. But yeah. he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't have that moment. Well, I, um, I think the, um, if he was given enough space to do that, like if he's built up his character in the right way to fit the universe, then they could do a whole film on him if, if they yeah. were willing to do it. But I guess because if you think you introduced Dwayne The Rock Johnson in five, and in seven, you had Luke six, you had Luke Evans, 
but now you've got Jason Statham in seven. Yeah, they've just like got the they're... Giants now. They can't. Yeah, you can't now kind of bring him in. Maybe if it came in at four or even in three in Tokyo yeah. Drift. They could have fixed, yeah, fixed three with him. Yeah, they could have had him as the main uh, villain in the film. Um, he could have held the whole film by himself. And that would have given him limelight to kind of do all these cool stuff, jumping between cars, having a huge action sequence or something. But we'll yeah, see. we'll see the future. We'll see if they do anything with him. Yeah, and th- this is a film where you're right at the very end. They have that moment where the two cars, uh, Vin Diesel's car and Paul Walker's car, kind of stand side by side, and he smiles at him, and they yeah. both kind of go off their separate ways. It's kind of signal signal the end of Paul Walker's kind of yeah. Uh, involvement in the franchise and kind yeah. of uh, tr- and what's happened in the world as well, and Dominic going off to make more films. That's that's still even just talking about it. It's just a very moving moment. Like, it was like the beach, the bit on the the beach. Say goodbye to someone like that. Um, they're on the beach and they're all sat around and they're just watching uh, Paul Walker and Jordan and their kid just playing, and you're just like, and he says, you know, I think they're happy, and I can't. Anyway, he's he's not he's not he's not very well, he's not one for words anyway, Vin Diesel. But he's kind of the way the film and the way the director captures it. You can tell that's a moment where the characters are looking back at it and say, you know what, his life and his his world is complete, and this is his family. This is who he needs to look after. We mm. can go off and do our own thing, but I think they're safe, and they should kind of carry on doing this instead of coming into this underworld that we are all part of. And you can yeah. get killed and stuff, and then they not, kind of walk away. That's change of pace as well compared to we steal stuff because we want to. Actually, caring about someone. Yeah, I mean he yeah. he's, he always refers to them, these criminals as his family in all these films. Anyway, mm. um, I'm sure Trump. a lot of people that grew up with the films and have seen every single one will feel like he's part of the family as well. They've seen him every time yeah. on the screen. Yeah, and with so, Paul yeah. Walker marrying his. Um, sister as well so that that is family i mean yeah that's that's his brother-in-law anyway so family exactly for reals um and it has that moment right at the very end and it kind of ends off so what is your rating for this one um another it's another cinema watch four stars what gear for you so i'm i I was on third gear for the last one this the the reason why i pushed that one into third third. is so i can go up to fourth so this one for me Jason Statham comes in, and this is this is a great film. I would almost, um, I just think this film, and it's maybe just the way James Wan directs non-horror mm. films. This feels mm. just the same as what Aquaman felt like. It was from one location wow. to the next location Ouch. to the next location to the next location. I agree. Literally, it is, but it's good they, action. It's all it's all good locations. No, but he's Fun. he's his story like. Um, in, in Aquaman, they basically they have to go get the Trident. How so they go from one area because they're both the same character <laughs> and, and the same. Aquaman it has, was so it, poor. it feels it feels like the yeah. film is built the same way as this one. So in in that they got to get the Trident. In this mm. they got to get God's Eye. So to get yeah. God's Eye, they have to go through the following steps to get it to when yeah. they get to Dubai, and then they go to the next location, yeah. and then it gets stolen from them. So they have to go to the next location. Okay. The yeah, Trident. So they go to get the trident, but before you go get the trident, he has to fight against the ocean master trident. Mm. So we go to the first place. Oh, it's not here. Now we go to the next place. <laughs> now we go underwater. Now there's a big battle. 
it's his his story. Like I love him as a director, but his two live action films just feel so similar in the way yeah. they they're just bunched up together. If he makes a horror film, like when he's done the Conjuring films or he's mm. done Saw, I think they're more cohesive and they're just so much better because there's maybe smaller budget or whatever. But his yeah. two live action films, I don't enjoy as much. I still okay. love him. I still yeah. think he's great. But um, yes, yeah, so this this for me was fourth gear. But because Jason Statham's in there, I'd yeah. slip it into fifth. Slip purely, I'd slap, <laughs> just purely because he's in the film. Just slide it into that gear. Um, exactly because of Statham that moves (laughs) us into the next film what's the next one called was there another movie there was another movie yes did I watch this one I'm not even sure Paul Walker's not in this one anymore obviously but there is as in a film that got released they're making number nine right now Hobson Shaw comes out this weekend or has depending on when you download the podcast yeah there was a film in between. Okay. Was it a Fast and Furious 8 or was it not? It was Fast and Furious 8, but it's called something else. Oh, no. Uh, I, can't, I can't remember. So, so there's multiple titles like you always say Fast and Furious 8, Fast 8. Mm-hmm. They're the kind of like Fast ones 8, yeah. that not many people may call it, but it's called Fate of the Furious. Wow. Fate of the Furious. Where yes. was it called that? Was it called that in the UK? Yes, it was. Wow. I missed this one. Okay, so this one was directed by F. Gary Gary. So this is, I yeah. always thought this guy um, only made a few films and I was um, surprised to see his filmography. And I was like, wow, he's done some good stuff. Mm. Um, but he also did Straight Outta Compton okay, before cool. this. After this, he did Men in Black International. You saw that. Yeah, that was okay. Um, yeah. There's a lot of studio interference in that film. Yeah. That's why it's bad. Okay. So this, this film, <clears throat> Fate of the Furious, it mm. stars Charlie Theron. Okay. Um, and it starts off where um, where are they? They're in uh, Cuba, okay. and basically he's got to drive a car against okay. someone else's car, All and right. he's given up his car as collateral. So they have a race okay. at the start of the film. It's like just like standard, yeah. Just like the other films, but that, yes. the actual racing is quite good in this film. I've seen this film a couple of times. Okay. The actual race at the start is actually quite good. It is, it's as silly as all things get. The car catches on fire. It's basically <laughs> about to explode. He's driving the car backwards because that's always faster. Yeah, it's and always he's driving fun. it forwards. Not... And all, you know, all that kind of crazy malarkey. Yeah. And he jumps, up, jumps out of the car at the, the very last minute or second while he must be going about 80, 90, 100 miles an hour, whatever it is. Uh... And just literally just rolls out onto the floor as casual as can be. Yeah, not not a scratch on him. You know, even a car going out 50 miles, if you jump out of the car, you're going to get some yeah, bruising. Even 10 miles, you're going to be. <laughs> yeah. <Ow. laughs> and, and Vin Diesel just walks off, you know, brushes himself off, gets up, he's won the race. And that's how the film starts. But this one had Charlize Theron. Who's Charlie Theron? Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. <laughs> Theron. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know what, her. What's he been in? Oh, what's she? she been in? <laughs> <laughs> she won an Oscar for the film Monster. She's been in Huntsman. Mm. She's been in okay. so many films. Two Days in the Valley. Okay, um, yeah. And, and Italian Job. Uh, right, I know, yeah. I'm naming all her rubbish films. She's been <laughs> in good films as well. She has. Um, <laughs> sure. And in this film, she's talking to Dominic Toretto and says, basically, I need you to steal an EMP for me. And he's like, oh, no, yeah. why would I do anything for you? 
It's mm. because, and then she shows him her, her phone and she's got the most important thing, more than family, is his blood family. She shows him a picture of his kid. Remember? Okay, right. Uh, so I she's basically... Sure. So, yeah. uh, so when L- Letty disappears in number four, um, mm. by the end of number five, he starts to have a relationship with that police officer, not yeah. Dwayne the Rock Johnson, but the <laughs> one he's partnering with. And they okay. have a kid together, which he didn't know about. And she's right. stolen the kid and she's um, keeping the kid oh, hostage and the woman hostage. Yeah. And so this is the one where Dominic Torero goes bad. Okay. So they, they do that heist to steal the EMP. He, he knocks over uh, the Rock's car, steals the EMP and they drive off and the Rock ends up in prison. The same prison as Jason Statham. Do you remember this bit? How does the Rock go to prison? He's, he's because he's stealing an EMP. Right, okay. So basically, they've been given a job by Kurt Russell to go steal an EMP mm. because it, it's in um, Russia or somewhere. Anyway, the other criminals have this EMP. You criminals need to steal this EMP. Mm. <laughs> um, and Dominic steals it for another criminal, as is all criminals. Anyway, so yeah. he ends up in prison because he's stealing, and he ends up in the same prison as Jason Statham. Nice. And it's and and their chemistry is amazing. Anyway, they're so funny together. And they start doing they start doing exercises and stuff. And they're mm. and they're in um, cells right opposite each other. So they're just yeah. kind of mocking each other. And then there's a prison break, and both of them head to the exit, beating everyone they can, yeah. heading towards the exit to a showdown between Statham and Rock, which is wow. the showdown we always wanted. And just give it up and both leave. Just exactly, and then. Well, Kurt Russell walks in and he stops them and he breaks them both out of prison. Oh, nice. Um, and th- this is this is where, um, as the franchise has always been a bit dumb, um, he Jason Statham, the hero of the last film, he comes out of prison with The Rock and they all seem to forgive him for killing Han. Just like that, yeah. Just like that. And, and he joins the criminals. Because yeah. he then he then helps them to try and stop. So basically, because he's Dominic's... a criminal now. So. No, he's still the good guy. No, he's never. No, he's been in prison. Yeah, a lot of, there's a lot of innocent people in prison as well. You know, like yeah. he's just help, That's what he's helping. Say. The, you said the law is the law. <laughs> the law is the law. He's he was no helping his brother. Guy. Blood. He was helping his blood. He was basically. No, he's the good. Anyway, leave him alone. <laughs> anyway, so Jay, Jason Statham and Dwayne they come out and and they they got to stop Dominic Torero from getting all the pieces for Charlie Theron and she's gonna sell it. She's a hijack. She's a hacker because now we're into Ooh, we've gone from selling and stealing DVDs to oil tankers to now there's people with the ability to see anything God's eye yeah. to more hackers and. Yeah, they're going to hack into the PlayStation Network, steal everyone's passwords. <laughs> exactly. So it must know? be stopped. <laughs> it must be stopped. This uh, must not happen again. Too many yeah. times. Second time, third time, no more. <laughs> we can't take it anymore. We can't take um, more stuff for being hacked. And, and there's, there's the bit in the trailer and in the film where, remember Dominic's car is in the middle of the road and they all harpoon his car one by yeah. one? And then they're all going to drive off in different directions to try and stop him from going. And he just changes gear. Nice. And slowly, they're all on pops and all the cars are left and he just drives off. It's wow. so silly. 
It's yeah. such a dumb film. So uh, the dumb yeah. things that happen in this film, autonomous cars or driverless cars. Okay. Do you remember this bit? So he's driving um, around um, and he's being chased by uh, police officers. He's being chased by anyone. And because she's a hacker, she can hack into all these cars. So there's yeah. multi-story car parks filled with driverless cars that she's just able to control because in oh. Fast and Furious world, in that future, because it's not the real world, huh? there's it's just not... so many driverless cars that she can just control. She just gets heaps and heaps. Oh. Hundred, there must have been at least a hundred odd cars, maybe more, that she just yeah. controls and smashes oh. into other if cars and stuff. If they're driverless cars, I guess it's possible. Yeah. So that's so that's that's dumb thing number one. Uh-huh. Dumb thing number two, but it's so cool, is when Dwayne the Rock Johnson punches a missile. No. So this is a bit USA. Did he punch a car? <laughs> I just the made tank? that up. I just came up but with that. There's <laughs> there's a moment where it's near the end of the film. And there's a missile that's driving, that's shooting across the ice, and he just gives it a punch because he's Dwayne. He can do anything. <laughs> and then the third dumb thing is when there's a submarine and they're being chased by a submarine, right? So yeah. Vin Diesel and the lot are being chased by a submarine. The submarine shoots off a heat-seeking missile, oh, yeah. and the car is able to outrun the missile, do yeah. a turn. And get the missile to go back on the submarine. <laughs> and this this guy directed straight yeah. out of Compton. I think I might remember that scene, unless it was I'm thinking of Johnny English or something. <laughs> was there a scene like it in Johnny English? No. One of the three. Uh, no. Johnny Johnny English is based more on real life there, stuff. There was a. There was a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I, I know, and he. And the crazy thing is he's directed straight out of Compton. Yeah. Which was an incredible movie and it had a good story. It had relationships and it had a kind of family stuff coming together. And then he just went, okay, I'm going to make this ridiculous film. Why not? And he I like did. it though. I mean, I don't like the, I didn't like the idea of the way they just keep on beefing it up, making it more and more ridiculous. But that's kind of what it is. That's what it is. It's this is this is what the series is now. It's gone from kind of like a car being driven straight to these guys can do anything and they're indestructible. And uh, if you want them to steal anything in the world, you get these set of criminals and they'll steal whatever for you whenever. Or and they'll draw up plans and they know the routes of all these convoys and they know where to jump in and jump out. Whatever it is, they can do it. Because there's no one that clever who's on the correct side of the law. There's only these no, people who no. work on the outside of the law. If you if you're on the right side of the law, you're in the office all day doing paperwork. I, how I you, guess you, how are you going to ever learn? Someone has to explain all of this, don't they? Why is there a tank on the main road? Right? Yeah. Why are there cars flying exactly. out of an aeroplane? <laughs> They're just writing reports. Yeah. Why is a submarine torpedo being punched by a man? <laughs> Yeah, have we just encountered Superman? He just punched a missile. But the best sequence in this film, and maybe not the best in the whole franchise, but maybe it's top five, is the bit with Jason Statham in the aeroplane. Do you remember this? He's got the kid. He's got Dominic Torero's kid. They put a set of headphones on this little kid, and he's in his car seat, and he's shooting all these people around him and punching them and all sorts of cool things. And he's at the same time entertaining the kids. So the kid doesn't cry. 
<laughs> awesome. It was just amazing. I mean, Stadium is incredible. Now that's anyway. something family man can relate to, right? Any anyone can relate <laughs> to that because that's just that's just Statham at his best, right? He can do anything. He can do no wrong. And I and I love that whole that whole sequence on the plane with Jason Statham. Helen Mirren um, has a cameo in this as well. Nice. She plays um, Jason Statham and um, Luke Jason. Evans's dad. Uh, mum, sorry. Okay. She's the mum. Okay. Cool. Um, so yeah. So I. I mean, where, where? What? What? Your ranking system? Yeah. For me. For me, this is fourth gear. I mean, this is just another cinema. What? Surely, is that silly? It's yeah. This is just a ridiculous film. It yeah. has, but. You know the set pieces are quite good. Yeah, the, I the can't start... really judge it because I can't be sure if I've seen it, but I do want so to see it. Because the start race is good; it's a bit of fun. I think it's on Netflix right now, so it'd be worth yeah, watching. Man. Then the st- watch it for the Statham bit on the bus. That's great um, on the plane. And yeah. this is the one most notably because this is the one where um, I think Dwayne the Rock Johnson called out Dominic um, Vin Diesel as not being a nice person in real life. Ah. And if you watch this film, and in if you haven't life. seen it, and you'll watch it back, they do not share one scene together on Ooh. screen. Ooh, they're not; they're just outside. not on screen at all in the whole film. So it seems like there is, there is friction between the two of them, and and it was caused because of this film, and they've kept the two of them apart all the way through the film. Wow. So, what's the next movie going to be looking like? Well, the yeah, next they... <clears throat> next film is Fast and Furious 9, which is being shot right now, directed by Justin Lin. But John Cena's in. Dwayne is out. Okay. So he's not even in the next film. Dwayne is out. Oh, no. Yep. And uh, Jason Statham's out as well. What? Jason Statham is out? Yeah, because they're currently um, shooting that film while these two have just finished... Um, Hobbs and Shaw, which yeah. comes out. So they've got their own spin-off film. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. With Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Jason Statham. So they, and plus they might be working on other things right now. So they've gone ahead and so far they've signed, you know, Vin Diesel's back, Michelle Rodriguez is back. Um, mm. um, they totally separate. Tyrus really. Gibson. Yeah. So in this one, oh. number nine, they're not in. Charlie Theron's back. John Cena's in. Yeah, but what Hobson Shaw is number nine, surely. In the no, franchise it's, order. It's it's Fast and Furious Presents, so it's like a spin-off movie. Presents, no. It's a or it's Hobbs and Shaw, a Fast and Furious story. <laughs> it's but it's, it's not number nine, no. That's crazy. I mean they're just completely splitting the franchise by the sounds of it. Yeah, so this is so bas- basically there are other spin-offs and there's a TV show coming out soon. Fast and Furious, um, Sky Oof. Racers. Was that another uh, Netflix series? or? It is a Netflix a series, but it's a cartoon. Okay. Uh, and then that will have its own life. Obviously, if Hobbs and Shaw does really well, you might have a Hobbs and Shaw sequel. So mm. you could almost have uh, a different spin-offs from the Fast and Furious. There's also a female-centred or lead uh, Fast and Furious film being considered. So maybe Michelle Oops, Rodriguez yeah. will um, lead a female team of criminals to do a Fast and Furious film. Cool. So you'll have number nine. Number ten will end the main franchise. That's the last right. film. That's and then plan, you might have spin-offs. Yeah. 
number so 10 is supposed to be the last one will be ten will 10 be the female led one or will that be a, no as in the last of one. the main yeah for the main franchise for the main characters end of vin diesel end of diesel, diesel and Man. then ev- and then other spin-offs and stuff could happen so maybe Ludacris gets his own film with tyrese gibson who knows mm. Uh, I, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do, how they handle that, because it, mm, splitting everything off is not necessarily the best way to go. But maybe uh, they're yeah. going to pan a universe next. Yeah, they could do. Well, yeah. that's that's why they've built a spin-off film, to see if that goes well. Then they yeah. could maybe... See, with Fast and Furious, why not have Fast and Furious and Transformers crossover film? Yeah, Vin yeah, Diesel could drive Optimus Prime, um, <laughs> and then Jason Statham could drive Bumblebee. Uh, there's so many like different <laughs> things they can be doing together, and they could fight Megatron um, together because Jason Statham, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, they're like robots anyway, and so is Vin Diesel. Well, yeah. They all think they are. They so could, could definitely have... improve the Transformers films. Exactly, there's <laughs> cars in that film. They go to space. They could be on planet Earth. But they could call in yeah. the Fast and Furious boys and women. <laughs> boys and women. I don't know. I, mean, I was expecting the next thing for them to steal would be a planet or maybe the moon. So why not? They need Transformers for that. Yeah, they could do Cybertron. Why don't they steal Cybertron? Or in the very mm-hmm. last Transformers film, we find out planet Earth is Unicron. So maybe they have to take out Unicron from planet Earth. So they have to drive to the center of the universe, wow. so into the core, into the magma, and to drive out Unicron. Mm, yeah, I'm not sure about this. <laughs> so maybe not going inwards, but you're saying go out of space. So whatever maybe. nine is, yeah. I don't know where, where you take nine because they've done all the ridiculous things so far. But number 10, they should go to space. So what? Yeah. Um, a good way so to end. end fast the and Furious in Mars. Yeah, I mean, just have it at the end. They just go off into space and then you have, <laughs> have the spin-offs. Yeah. Maybe what they could do is they could get to Mars, colonize mm. Mars, you know, put some dirt tracks and race tracks and everything. Yeah. Find the water like, source. Right. Find the water yeah. source down there. Build their house next to it and then charge people money for water. So that, that, that's all the criminals wanted to do from the start, didn't they? They just want to steal from people. Steal. This way, they can, this way they, could, they can give back that's to the too rich. Legit. You can do that legit. I know, it's, but you had to steal the water in the first place. Someone had to. Yeah. Well, they let <laughs> someone else sell the water, and then they'll steal from them and say, "Well, they were bad guys." Yeah. So we can steal from them. Yeah, so it's fine. So yeah, so for me, I think that is a fourth gear. Yeah. Number eight. It is Num- fun though. Number it eight. It is ridiculously fun film. Excellent. I have. I'm not sure if I've seen it. I may well have seen it once I start watching it. But still, yeah, four, four stars. Let's see it. Okay, In so we, we always like to... Well, we say we always like to, but we, I like to play a game and you like to play a game on this, right? Okay. So on this franchise, okay. yeah. um, we're, we're going to play um, similar to what we did when we played the Disney one. You're going to tell me if you think it's fresh or rotten. Hit, hit or miss. So all I'll, I'll, yeah, so I'll give you the title. I'll tell you how much it cost and how much you made worldwide just to see if yeah. that will kind of sway you either way. Fresh, so the very... rotten, fresh, 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 fresh. <laughs> so the very first, The Fast and Furious, cost like 38 million. So it's a very small film. 
in in comparison to some of like the the big action films but even like the first john wick films about 20 million mm. so this is this didn't cost a lot but worldwide gross of 207 million so mm. critic response what do you think it was fresh rotten Rotten. What, do you, what do you think the fandom response was? Fresh. Yes. The next film, directed by John Singleton, so the guy who directed Boys in the Hood. It's a great yeah. director. Um, Too Fast, Too Furious. Budget almost doubled, 76 million. Grossed 236 million worldwide, so it's made a lot more money. What was the response critically? Rotten. And fans? Oh, fans. Oh, that's a difficult one. Uh, fresh. This one was double rotten. Oh, as it should be. <laughs> so the next film, Tokyo Drift, Justin Lin's first film, right? 85 million budget, uh, worldwide gross of 158 million. Critical response. Rotten. And fan response? Rotten. So this one was rotten critical, fresh fan uh, response. I got it around the wrong way for the last film. <laughs> So the next film, Fast and Furious, the film without the does. Fresh. Cost cost 85 million, grows Mm. 363 million worldwide. Critical response. Fresh. And fans' response? Fresh. This was rotten critical response. Wow. Fresh fan response. Like the first film. Then the next film is Fast Five. Uh, cost about 125 million. So now they're chunking in some serious chunk of money yeah. in here. Grows 626 million worldwide. What's the critical response for Fast Five? Fresh. So far, it's been mainly um, rotten, and you're going yeah. fresh. Okay. Yeah, fresh. And um, fans I'm not response. Up. Fresh. <laughs> this one is fresh. Fresh. Yes. Yay. Fast and Furious Six or Fast Six. Um, costing 160 million. So this is the one that they shot in London. Uh, uh, gross 788 million worldwide. So now we're making some serious loose change. Mm. Critical response. Fresh. And fan response. Fresh. Double fresh. You're right. Yeah. Fast and Furious Seven. The Dubai. Now. The Dubai heist. The one the where they jump heist. from building to building. Cost yeah. 190 million. Grossed 1.5 billion. So this is the biggest in the whole yeah. franchise. This one made the most amount of yeah. money, um, and actually, I think based on kind of the numbers, it's biggest profit margin as well. Critical response for a film that is just one set piece to the next set piece to the next set piece, stealing a piece of property that you didn't really need because Jason Statham turned up to the right place at the right time. Well, I think critics would be a, a little bit more critical about this one, but I'll still say fresh. And and fan response? Fresh. What if I was to say you? You're right. Both are fresh. (laughs) The next one is the most ridiculous one of all. Fate of the Furious, which is about him trying to get his son uh, and has the driverless cars, the punching of a a missile, Mm. a car outrunning a torpedo. Mm. Cost 250 million. This costs loads more. A gross 1.2 billion worldwide. Critical response? Fresh. Even though the film is that dumb. And yep. fan response? Fresh. Because 67% class is fresh. So it is fresh. Oh, and fan okay. response was 72%. Fresh. So again, fresh. What is it you need to get fresh? I thought it was 70 
60 and above. 60, okay. Excellent. So they're yes. just scraped in. But <laughs> okay, so, so last last one we'll play. Based on kind of percentages, you choose either critic or fans, and then you've got to guess higher and lower from the last percentage. Uh, okay. So which one do you want to do, critic or fans? Well, so we're doing the same thing, but... But yeah, because you don't know the percentages. You just need to say higher or lower. Okay. Can you... You'll remind me of which was... I'll tell you which film, and um, you just got to say which one you want to do. Do you want to do fans, or do you want to do critic response? I'll do do critic. Yeah. Okay. So the first, Fast and Furious, had a critic response of 53%, okay? So too fast, too furious, higher or lower? Lower. Lower, 36%, yes. Yes. Um, Tokyo Drift, then number three, higher or lower? Higher. Higher, yes, 38%. Fast and the Furious. Higher. 39% by 1%. (laughs) Yes. Fast Five. Higher. 77%. Wow. Fast Six. Oh, no. Uh, Lower. Lower, you're right, 70%. Furious Seven. Oh, higher. Higher at 81%. Fate of the Furious. Lower. Because I told you 67%. You're right. Did you? I forgot that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You did it. There you go. Yeah, man. Look at that. Nice. You are a fanboy. Through and through. That's what that proves. I, 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 it proves that I knew where the, where the, where the series was going all along. I, had a, I, if, I got my finger on the pulse. But do you want to try the fan response then? No. <laughs> Too hard. Because <laughs> you have no idea. Too hard. Really. That one. Go on then. Let's you... do it. Though. Let's do it. Okay. So the first film, The Fast and the Furious, was 74%. Higher or lower for Too Fast, Too Furious? It was lower. That's right, at 50%. Tokyo Drift? Higher. Higher or lower? Higher. Then higher than 50%? Um, Yeah, higher. 69%, you're right. Then the one where they did the reboot and brought everyone back, Fast and Furious 4? Higher. 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 It's sixty-seven percent. It's lower. Ah, oh, shit! Oh, I knew that was a difficult you're t- one. You're too cocky. Yeah. Um, and then Fast Five. Higher. Fifty eighty-three percent. You're right. Fast Six. Lower. Eighty-four oh, wow. percent. Literally one percent more. Furious oh. Seven, the highest-grossing one in the franchise. Um, that was lower. You're right, 82%. And Fate of the Furious, no. the last film, 72%. Yeah, so it's it's, it's on a downward spiral. That's what you got right. <laughs> too wrong. Too wrong. <laughs> Brilliant. So then that that's the Fast and Furious films. Ah, yeah, good job. I think for me, favourite is number five. What's your favourite one? Um, yeah, I think five as well. That's when it, because it became cinematic then. And yeah, that was a good job. It's good at bringing it back to to everyone, cinema goers. And I have one kind of just last piece of trivia, right? So each each one of the films um, have released, um, not each one has released, but there's been singles that have come off of that. Mm. So um, we'll we'll rank three of the songs that I know <laughs> that I enjoyed. Um, okay. So basically, in um, in number five, it has a it has a song called Danze Kundra. 
and um, it's basically it's a Spanish song with mm. Lucenzo and um, Dom Omar, and it's just it's a dancey upbeat song. If you heard the song, you'd be like, "Oh, I remember this," because it okay. plays most of the way through the film. <laughs> so that's that's song number one, which you've never heard. Yeah, but featured on number five. The second one that I know and I love from the franchise is called "We Own It," which is Two Chains featuring Wiz Khalifa. It features in number six. Okay. And then the last one is "See You Again," which is the Wiz Khalifa and Charlie Puth song, mm. the one where which seven. features at the very end of seven. That's right, yeah. the the crying one. Yeah. So if if you were to rank song for number five, number six, number seven. Where yeah. would you rank those songs? Well, they all feature gonna... at the yeah. They all feature at the end of the films. Yeah. So at the end of the, each one of those films, they come up. So one's a dance track, one's a pure out and out hip hop track, the other mm. one is R and B and hip hop track. So five, um, six, seven. I would go for you... seven first, and then five, and then six. Yeah, I I'd, I'd have to agree. I think um, I would do the order the other way around. <laughs> you agree? <laughs> I, I, you know that the I, I was going the actual for predicting see you the, again. Yeah. yeah. So see you again was a huge song. That was a big, big song. Everyone was, was singing hit, that. Yeah. That that was a massive, massive song. Um, I just think it's more the chorus and not the verses. So mm. you know the the actual lyrical verse which yeah. pu- pulls the song together isn't as good as the chorus for see you again. Yeah. I think that see you again the lyrically. The words that come across in that song, which plays at the very end of the film, I think that has a more powerful meaning than exactly. the rest of the song. It's because it's to do with the death of the actors. Paul Walker, yeah. yeah. Um, but We Own It, which stars, which has got two chains and um, Wiz Khalifa, he says in, the, in one of the lines in the rap, he does say, we went from stealing something to mm-hmm. big guns and big things. And it's literally... He summarized all the films in like two yeah. lines of his lyrics to say awesome. basically went from nothing to now stealing all these big things. Deep players. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's kind of that's why I quite like that song. That's why. Um, but for me, my, my preference would be number five, which is the Lucenzo song, which is such an upbeat Brazilian kind of um, Latin America kind of vibe to it. Cool. And it really goes with that film, I think, because because it's cinematically in that area and they're stealing all that money a bunch yeah. of thieves but it really is that summary film that goes with this film and i think yeah. the other t- the other two because they're i'm not saying hip-hop songs aren't summary enough but <laughs> that that one suits because these films come out about april may time and mm. in this in in england that's kind of when we get into the warmer period of time where we have the one month of non rain so mm. for me that kind of suits the film well, it does rain as well but... But oh, we might right. get we might get a bit of sun. Yeah. And looking at these other 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 songs on here, there's stuff from Pitbull, which I've never heard of. Um, G Easy, never heard of. Young Thug, never heard of that song. Kid Ink, um, another song by Dom Omar. Um, but yeah, there's nothing on these singles from Ludacris, <laughs> from yeah. Tyrese, or from Jai Rule or Bow Wow, which is weird because you've yeah. got them in your film. You got rappers in your film, and you don't yeah. put them on your singles. Thing is, it's about their style, and also they, they obviously want to act rather than rap. So, I guess <laughs> trying to make them trying to make them rap when they when they want to act might be a bit insulting. Or maybe you're saying they're crap. 
Cool crapper wrapping. <laughs> Basically. I mean, yeah, why didn't they use it as a vehicle to sell their, you know, their wrap? Yeah. It's front and centre. Exactly, because um, Will Smith used to do it back in the day. He had the Many Black songs. Yeah. He had the Wild Wild West song. He used to do yeah. that for a few of the songs. Um, they, yeah. DMX yeah. has done lead yeah. singles for films as well. Yeah. I think they missed a trick there. Maybe Furious 9. Yeah, they could have written songs for the movies. Maybe they don't write their own songs, really. That's oh, shots fired. <laughs> you hear that, Ludicrous? Oh, they're coming for me. <laughs> they're coming for you now. Just write it. Saying... If you, if you can ludicrous. write a song, you can write your own songs. <laughs> Prove it by writing oh. My Guy Reviews, a, uh, a soundtrack. To the a Fast and Furious films. If you can't, then, you know, don't bring it. Just if you wow. just write, write it for us. Shots fired at Ludicrous. Um, ja, ja don't care because I'm, sure, I'm sure he's got his own problems right now. But wow, poor Ludicrous. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's oh. gunning for you. That was you. That's all you. That's got nothing to do with me. <laughs> if I met Ludicrous, I'd be like, I love you, Luda. <laughs> that song that you had number one spot, I loved it. Area Codes, loved it. Um, so, yeah, so that's our review of the franchise Fast and Furious films. Um, Hobbs and Shaw, which is coming out or is out. How excited yeah. are you for this new Jason Statham rock vehicle? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of looking for... I like the actors. Yes. And they're back and forth. But that's all the film is. So, yeah, I'm excited it's for just the actors. Alba's in it as well. Okay. Well, as the I mean... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not that excited for it. What about you? I'm super excited for this one because I love Statham. I do I love, love the actor. I love Dwayne and I love Idris Elba as well. I think what they've done is gone back to the roots where they've gone, let's go British villain. <laughs> so they brought Idris Elba in. They've had... a British hero as well, Statham. Yeah, he, he, was, he was the villain in number seven. His brother was the villain in number six. So they've, they've had mm. this, um, at least in three films now, they've gone for British villains, so... Yeah, they've chucked him in. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, this, for me, this is fifth gear. I'm really looking forward yeah. to this. Yeah, I think anything Jason Statham's in, yeah, regardless of true. films, I, 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 I'll watch it anyway. I know some of them turn out to be rubbish, but I still, I still watch it. Anything with Dwayne in, I'd watch it as well. And I love Idris Elba. I just think he hasn't had a vehicle to kind of showcase his talents. Like he's such a good actor. Okay. Um, and I really hope this is his massive breakthrough to get like yeah. bigger roles. Um, having having not seen it yet, would you give it stars? Star rating? Um, <laughs> Are this you is, fifth gear already? This is fifth gear. Yeah. This is so. See, Fast and Furious Five was fifth gear, but I hit the NAS button. So oh yeah. That, that's the quickest, and that's the that's NAS. the that's the best you can go. So this is um, Jason Statham, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Idris Elba. I'm already in fifth gear. Yeah, and I mean, I've not hit the NOS button yet. Yeah, I think I think as Why soon not just as slip it into sixth and be ready. <laughs> there is no sixth. Why not? Not in my, not in my car. My car goes to five. You, <laughs> you need to get a new car. Fast and furious, ready. You need a Hobbs and Shaw ready car. It's not I ready. do, I do for next week. <laughs> for next, once once I've seen the film this weekend, you'll be slamming um, on the brakes. I'll, I'll come back and I say into first. This, this 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 car was in neutral the whole time. It never took off. It never moved. It was it was awful. Go and get um, your car crushed. 
Yes. Well, I hope not. I hope this is <laughs> uh, this is just a great film. Yeah, it should be okay. We'll see. You you love the franchise as a whole. I'm surprised you're so I, far. I, I never liked French. I never even liked Fast and Furious. But you were banging on about how these are all four star films. The, the cinematic side of it, yeah, that's good. It's good fun once it's past number five, five, six, seven, and eight. It's just good fun. Oh. So the fact the fact they weren't they were doing other stuff, not really focused on driving because it's Hobson Shaw doing stuff down building and stuff. So they're, they're still not, driving. What to still expect, really? Just call it Fast and Furious 9, then. Sure. They, they are making a Fast <laughs> and Furious 9, I told you. This is a separate movie. Um, yeah, so we've, we've finished the, the franchise talk. Now we do our segment. So this is called My Guy Quick Reviews, where we talk about stuff that we've been doing. So films, music, games, books, whatever we've been reading. Um, kind of give it a quick review. What have you been cool. up to, yeah. Monkey? Um, okay, so... I watched The Lion King. Finally, because you know, because you made me wait so long, I had to I like, go watch Lion King myself. You did as well. Oh, excellent. What did you think? Hated it. Hated it. Yeah. Really? Because I, I I went in knowing that I loved the original, and I was, yeah. and then I sat down, and then the very first shot of the Serengeti, and then mm. seeing the animals move in exactly the same way yeah. for the circle of life. Yeah. All the way to where Rafiki picks up Simba and presents yeah. him. To, all of that is the same. It's almost shot for shot. Exactly I, the same, yeah. I don't, there, there's a few bits that are shot differently. The hyenas are slightly different. Mm. There's the hyena who's got no space and no boundaries. The, yeah. the Tumba and uh, Timon, the jokes are pretty much the same. The bit mm. when he goes to the watering hole is slightly different in the cartoon to this. But it's mm. the same like the gags that I've seen in the original cartoon were there in this as well. Oh, yeah. Um, Beyonce literally has maybe 10, 20 lines at the most in the whole film. And yeah. her name slapped bang in the middle of the whole thing. Uh, She's not really in the film that no. much. Um, Charlie Scambino, not... Donald Glover, when he sings Akuna Matata and he sings it a little bit longer than he should. It's just because he's a great singer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't like it. There's points where where their fi- feet go into the ground, and you can uh-huh. tell it's CGI on CGI okay. because the grass didn't move the way the water felt. You know, when they did "Can't Wait to Be King" and someone splashes mm. in with water, the water feels heavy. I don't know yeah. why. It just felt when he, when they push the water, it, water should flow off you and it should be different. But it just felt when that one scene, it felt mm. a bit heavy. It looks that. it looks incredible. It looks much yeah. better than Jungle Book. It's bright. It's more vibrant. Well, that's the what animals... I'd say for it. I have a positive vibe on it, really. It's even though it's it is shot for shot. Um, it's so close to the original, but at the same time, it, at least it keeps everything from the original. Doesn't lose too much. Well, the and, Mufasa bit's different. I didn't like that either. And also the the uh, the the because nature... it didn't say sex in the sky. Uh, true. <laughs> I was waiting for that. I thought, hey, at least they can see you at that bit. Yeah, true. I didn't see that either. Yeah. Mm. The talking's the... a bit weird, don't you think? That's the, that's the thing, though. I heard that. See, what I was expecting when I was going in was I've seen seen people saying that you know, obviously, real animals were closer to looking like real animals talking was weird, and then especially when they start singing, 
like like is off-putting but i didn't find that at all i thought it was perfectly quite natural um and the the fact that they had it trying to look like real um nature um it was just quite nice it was quite nice to watch like these these moments where they would just go through nature looking things and birds yeah. fluttering about and stuff like that some it okay. of it looks when when they're running and mm. the camera's out a bit further away it looks cgi you can yeah. tell that's not when they come in close it looks amazing there's a bit with the dung beetle that looks really good yeah um and he's just pushing the dung around you know the bit when yeah. simba's um fur yes. is being floating fur around that, that dung yeah. beetle just pushing that thing looks amazing some yeah. of the cgi and the photorealistic stuff looks incredible and then some of it it's just like you know it's not real because mm. of the way it kind of does yeah some of shot. the movements were a bit because they were shot for shot almost as well some of the wrestling movements seemed a bit off they were just like circling around each other rather than actually fighting but apart from that i don't yeah i didn't really have a problem he, with it he falls right at the very end right so they went higher so they go to pride rock there's mm. a fire him yeah. and Scar go even further up. Scar yeah. falls off. That's a Spoiler. massive drop. Spoiler alert yeah. in the cartoon. It's a massive drop. And he gets up yeah. and he just starts walking. Yeah. He must have. He should have limped. He should have been injured. Yeah. He should have been at least limped. Like I thought, I mean, you've done such a good job in doing this whole world. But he yeah. fell from such a distance. Like if he gets up, yeah. he should have limped. At least, that, you know, a tiny that limp. Explain, that would explain why he was vulnerable as well at that point otherwise he could have fought his way out yeah and it doesn't because he just if if somebody just showed you that clip you're just like why don't you just beat them all up like he's done previously mm. like yeah. he, he he should be limping when you find anyway i had so many problems with this film i did not like it <laughs> you had problems because there are minor things in cgi it's not like minor tiny little things i have too much nostalgia <laughs> feel for the nobody original. else noticed yeah, tiny. It is tiny things. To be fair, I was just nitpicking. But... Compare it to like Toy Story, the original Toy Story and the original That's Nemo that you love. I love them. Like how how much advanced is it compared to that? It's amazing. No, those, those are masterpieces. Uh, Storyline is incredible. It's an original idea. But the animation was the anima- yeah, You know that what? Was Toy Story animation still holds up. It was that groundbreaking OG. at the time, and it's still it good. Still it's... is. The, I, I've watched Nemo recently. Kid, you see the kid in Toy Story. You know it's not, it's no, not on the same level as, as modern day. Lion. Yeah. <laughs> A lion walking through the forest. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, well, okay. The other thing I watched this week. Um, <laughs> Agree to disagree. <laughs> that we won't be talking about is uh, Love, Death, and Robots. If you want yes. to watch that, that's yes, got a lot of CGI in it. Some of it photorealistic humans. But we'll yep. talk about that next. I don't have a problem with photorealistic. I keep saying, I just have a problem with someone t- playing <laughs> with my childhood emotions in that manner. Yeah, I know what you mean. There's always that nostalgia. Disappointed because exactly, you're so yeah. connected like, and fixated l- with uh, an original. Like if I watch the, uh, um, the Aladdin remake, because I've never seen yeah. the original. Well, I have seen the original, but I never have any nostalgia towards it. Yeah. I'm sure I could sit there and just enjoy it and ignore the flaws. Yeah. My problem here is I love the original too much. Yeah, I'm not I can't distance fixed. myself away from the original Lion King. I also didn't like um, when they... Again, another nitpity. When they're <laughs> singing uh, Can You Feel Love Tonight, it should be John Elton. Elton John singing that. 
not mm. Charlie Scambino and Beyonce. I know you guys got amazing voices, but it should be Elton John. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, the, the original music for that was good. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so you've watched Love Death, which we'll talk about next week. Yeah. Um, we can say at least that it's it's varied in its styles, and it's yes, and it's varied. made animation to pretty much all of it. Most of it's made animation made for adults. Yes, so, definitely for adults. Yeah, that's all, all we'll say to it because we're going to talk about it uh, episode to episode next week. Next week, yeah. Yeah. Um, other. Programs I watched, uh, films. I've, I've. The rest has all been nostalgic, really. I've, I rewatched uh, Django Unchained and the Hateful Yes, Eight. and so, you paused it when you saw Jamie Fox. Yes, of course. Yes, that's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my DVDs were worn out in the middle where that happens. <laughs> <I think. laughs> watching them back now because it's been a while. Do yeah. they feel longer? Then you originally remember them because I think the first time you mm. watch a film, I remember watching Titanic, and the three hours whizzed by. But then the next time, I almost I could feel myself looking at my watch, even if it's once or twice. But I feel like yeah, it's longer some, in some ways. Um, one thing I noticed with Django Unchained was how different I viewed Django because um, Django was like the hero. He was obviously the hero throughout, and you see him kicking ass. Yes. But then, the, but the reality when you rewatch it from the beginning is that he's quite um, simple and uneducated at the beginning, which I didn't really notice before. And yeah, then, he and then trained. he built, and then he builds on that. Whereas I had this image of him always as the revenge oh, okay. ass guy, but actually, it's a little bit slower. Than yeah, because when it. when they catch the first guy in the bar, yeah. he's way out of his depth. At no that idea point. what's going on. Does he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but for oh, me. When I watched it the first time, yeah, I was the one in the drive. I was the one in the seat, the roller coaster seat, being surprised. Okay, so I I'm with you. Guess yeah. I didn't notice how surprised he was, maybe. And the other thing, hateful late, is uh, obviously yes. you know you know what's happening now. It's, it's always a disappointment in that sense because the whole film is about um, the third act. Who's going to be the person? You, you know there's going to be one traitor at least, and you're yep. always wondering if it's right from the beginning. But once you know which people are not those people, you, it, it becomes a lot slower. Um, yeah. yeah, like you say, slower, and it's like, oh, well, I know what's going to happen. So you're no longer on the edge of your seat, even though the music is still absolutely high, tense, so you know you're supposed to feel yeah. tense, but you it's no longer tricking you because you know what's happening. Yeah. So it might be worth a rewatch. Yeah, it's definitely worth watching. They're definitely yeah. on Netflix, aren't they? So they're worth watching again. Because you'll always see them in different angles. So yeah, definitely. Um, other things I've been rewatching, redoing. I've been, as you know, I lent my PS3, uh, got it back. Someone was playing GTA 5 on it. I lent it out. So I've been playing GTA 5 on PS3. You own it on PS4. I've got it on PS4, but I've been playing it on PS3. <laughs> it it Just... looks slightly worse, obviously, because it's PS3, but oh, it's still it's the height of the PS3, so it looks so good. Yeah. And I've been playing online, and um, the fact it's kind of nice going back because they don't have all the updates that PS4 has. So, okay. You you have you you have the basic original online experience without stunt races so much and all the exploding stuff that like all the 
um, the new diamond diamond casino stuff and all that expensive stuff. So it's nice actually just to go back and play where there's still a huge amount of people playing the game on PS3 wow. online. So you just get to it means that my outrun race, which is a race around a basic race around the entire map, and um, what with a few surprises and extra stuff, um, is appreciated there as well, which is nice because. Oh, because on PS4, everyone's expecting stunt races in the sky where people have put down entire tracks that go in loops and stuff. Whereas it, back there, it's just back to racing on a natural road. So that's pretty cool. Um, other thing I've been playing is Dragon's Crown, which is on PS3, PS4 and PS Vita. Wow. Um, that started on PS3, so I've been playing that again because I haven't wanted to pay. It's way too much too expensive on ps4 and vita so i've been playing that and that's jerkin's crown is i don't know i've talked about it before um it's like it's like golden axe sort of thing but just looks looks gorgeous it's 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 all hand hand drawn and just really really nice um yeah i have to do a review of it sometime more thorough yeah definitely sounds quite good um yeah, apart from that, uh, I've been looking through the PSN deals. There's a summer sale on, but it's only up to 60% savings. So there's loads and loads of deals, but they're kind of not as good as sometimes yeah. you get. So I think they're cashing in on the on the children being off school, hoping they'll just fall for like smaller deals. Yeah, and yeah. they'll release more deals about September time, just yeah. before the big before the big games come out. So whenever okay. there's a big launch of the games, like Call of Duty will come out, the new FIFA game comes out, mm-hmm. um, all the films that are like all the Very games that are annual, just pre-Christmas, they'll then have a sale just before that time yeah. to try and get people to buy the old games instead the old of the new stuff, stuff yeah. which people are already pre-ordering. Well, that might be more in, more to look forward to September sales. Yeah. Mm. Anything else for you? Um, I've been watching uh, what we do in the shadows. Uh, okay. So there's there's this film uh, made from the director of Saw Ragnarok and um, oh, yeah. Hunt for the Welder People. It's both okay. great films. Uh, so what we do in the shadows is like a mockumentary. It follows a group of vampires. The film is amazing. The TV show is really good as well. Uh, some Matt Berry's in it, and some of it's so funny. Some of it's kind of like it's it's smile funny, and some of it's laugh out loud funny. But it's mm. just a really good watch. It's on BBC iPlayer. There's 10 episodes, um, so they're, they're not that long, they're, but they are great. Um, and also, I've started watching The Boys, the new right. Amazon Prime um, superhero TV show. Yeah, yeah. So this is based on a Gareth Ennis um, collection of books. Um, I read the books long, long time ago, um, only the first two books. And a lot of it follows the first two books. And Simon Pegg was originally drawn as one of the characters Huey okay. now that obviously this is a TV show but he's a bit older he's actually playing Huey's dad in okay. this which is quite, quite cool. a nice little nod to him yeah. there's some of the hand drawn stuff in the comics look amazing there's this scene with a dog and he's smi- there's a whole it's one page they draw they draw <laughs> one page this smiley yeah. happy dog it looks amazing um, that <laughs> dog has appeared in the the, 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 the TV show yeah. But not that picture. And then there's a bit in the comics that always used to stick up my head, which is a bit where Simon Pegg, um, it may come up in the show, so I don't want to spoil it. Simon Pegg opens the door, 
opens the door when Butcher comes to see him and something's mm. happened to him. But it it's so funny when I first read it. So I don't know if that's still going to happen in the show. Um, it's basically uh, the boys are a organization who kind of um, do not like the superhero movement and they are mm. out to take down the superheroes and to prove that they're a bunch of frauds and mm. that they cause more harm than good. Okay, so the anti-kick-ass. <clears throat> yes. Awesome. And it's really, it's it's really, um, ham- and you know what? For for a TV show, it looks amazing. So if you watch The Tick, which is also on Amazon Prime, it looks amazing. Tick is really fun, oh, really oh, good. Okay. It's on um, Prime, and, is it? Okay. And it's on Prime as well. And this is on Prime. And this, you could tell, they spent a lot of money. Some of the action sequences are actually really good. There's a bit at the start where this car smashes into a superhero or mm. armored truck, I think it is. But it looks incredible. Yeah, there's some so many great cinematic cool. bits in it as well. Well worth a watch. Um, good. And I watched Night School, starring Kevin Hart, directed by Michael D. Lee, I think it is. He's the guy who directed Girls Trip. If you ever watched that film, which had yeah. uh, Queen Latifah, um, Jordan Pinkett Smith, and oh, Tiffany. Yeah. Um, can't remember saying it, but it was a really really funny film. Mm. That one was such a good film. Um, this one's got Kevin Hart and it's got some other people, but it's nowhere near as good. It's got Fat Joe, the rapper in it. Um, mm. Yeah, it's nowhere near as good. It's, it's there's so many bits where so many jokes just fall flat, I think. Uh, and it's disappointing because he had such a good comedy before that. He's also made like the best man's wedding. Um, he's made some other stuff as well. But yeah, yeah. this one just just fell flat for me. Very okay. disappointed. Oh. Um, but, but I still stuck mm. with it till the end. You got to you invested, right? <laughs> I know. I was, I'm, I'm pot committed. I'm about. And you can't, you can't judge it till you've seen the whole thing. Exactly. You can't like, you can't stop a film halfway through and say, you know what, that film was rubbish because sometimes a twist in a film at the very end could save the entire yeah. film. Well, it can pick up as well. It's like halfway through. Exactly. It can do because it's yeah. if it's a two-hour film, it could just be building up to the last like Avengers. If you say Avengers in Endgame has no action. <laughs> the actual main action happens in the last hour. So you're yeah. right in saying there isn't anything in the first two hours. Yeah. But then it ramps up big time. Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to change my story for Endgame. I'm going to say I walked out after two hours. No action. <laughs> no action. That's your, no. that's your review. No action. <laughs> no action in this movie. Depressing. It was depressing. <laughs> no, it's a great movie. Depressing. Uh, and also, I've just been watching bits and pieces about kind of like with Endgame coming out on DVD. They've oh, yeah. just been releasing snippets about why Scarlet Witch didn't have a funeral at the end of the film. Um, yeah. And there's there's just all there've been loads of bloopers that've been coming out. Um, Chris Hemsworth is super funny mm-hmm. anyway. Lots of cool. bits with him. There's also um, explanations on certain things, but at the very start of the film, why um, they said that. Thanos intentionally wanted to die. Spoiler alert. So, uh, um, but um, also, there's all sorts of other bits in there as well that they've, they've been talking about kind of now that the film's out and it's coming on DVD, all sorts of bits as to why they did it in a certain way. Uh, so, yeah, so it's quite, it's quite cool. Yeah. It's a big film, so that sounds interesting. There must be a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah, there's loads. I mean, it's three-hour-plus film, right? So there's loads... 10 years or 11 years of building yeah. for this one thing three, so three hour plus film but it's more like 10 hour film condensed into into three hours there's so much yeah. to get through 
Um, and um, that, yeah, that's it. I've not really played any PlayStation this week. <laughs> uh, so, next segment, my guy, previews. What what are you going to be up to next week? Uh, I have no idea, really. Um, what movies are coming out? So, I'm going to watch Hobbs and Shaw. Oh yeah, even, even though you even though you shitted all over that film, I, I might see that. Uh, I, w- I was, yeah, no, yeah, 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 I might see it. Yeah, I think I'll that's that's know. the big one. I think next week is Quentin Tarantino's. Um, yeah, exactly. So we've got still a week. Fourteenth of August is what I'm waiting for. Yes, yeah. we're still a week out. Week or so. So yeah, so, so so next week for me it's Hobbs and Shaw. Finish the boys. Which would be good. Um, mm. Also, August time in Sky Movies, for anyone with Sky Movies, two big films coming out. One is James Wan's Aquaman and the mm. um, maybe the best comic book he, comic book film of all time, or at least definitely of last year, which is saying a lot last because year? last okay. year had Infinity War and had Black Panther. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah, Into the Spider-Verse. I need to see that. Um, those in the US have already got that on their Netflix, lucky people. So, yeah. Okay. Is it coming to Netflix? I, I don't know if it is, but it's coming to Sky Cinema for, for now. Okay. Unless you have VPN or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> you got US <laughs> VPN, then sure. Help and yourself. We don't have to sell VPN like everyone else on YouTube. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Not that clever. <laughs> no offense, VPN. No offense, yeah. Yeah, the only other thing I definitely will be doing next week is rewatching Love, Death and Robots because I've forgotten it all already and we're going to talk about it next week. So, Yes. Um, and so. last thing, um, The Ashes, it's another cricket thing, oh, yeah. starts this yeah. week because um, England are cricket champions of the world. So now we're going to go defend The Ashes. It's the next big thing. Okay. And the English Barclays Premier League starts as well, so football season. Yeah. And if, um, and if we, uh, then, it's, then it's definitely the end of the world. Yes. Signs. <laughs> um, I had a conversation with someone who was trying to tell me it's soccer. It's like soccer. you're born in England. It's you play with your feet. It's, it's football. football. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's your American. <laughs> yeah. You're born well, and you're... raised in this country. It's football. Yeah. Crazy. Okay, and where where can everyone find us? You want to do our plugs? Um, they can find us everywhere. Twitter. Yeah. Um, what's that other one with the pictures? <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. Yeah. Um. Obviously, the service that you're using right now, you're listening to us. That's right. So, give us five stars if you give it. Think it's five star material. Yes, on your you iTunes. Email us. <laughs> you can, yes. All um, the links will be below. You've done such a good job. Oh, yes, below. <laughs> you know how it is. It's all, it's all down there. <laughs> it's all down there. So basically, however you get your podcast, uh, review it, give it five stars, uh, and then give us some po- uh, positive critique and tell us why it's so bad. Um, as for contact, you can contact us on myguyreviews at gmail.com. We've got Twitter handle. My guys underscore reviews. We've also got Instagram account, my guy reviews. And as you said, all the links will be below. Yeah. On your, on your I'll remember thing. that next time you ask me. I'll ask you every week. The links will be below. <laughs> Brilliant. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening.
Thanks for Bye. joining us. Bye.